The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus, plus four $50 basketball bets, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Rossville brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prices. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, March 9th, currently 1035 on the East Coast. A huge night of games here, 12 games scheduled in the NBA. And joining me to break everything down on this Wednesday morning, my main man, my esteemed co-host, colleague, Terrell Berman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this Wednesday, my man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling on fire. I'm feeling like I'm ready to make some money. We got a huge NBA slate today. We got March Madness is kicking off. It's champ week. And we got the NCAA tournament coming up. Man, look, yo, I'm just trying to tell you, this is one of the prime spots for basketball. You get to ride the March Madness tournament, ride the NCAA tournament, all the way till you get to the playoffs. Then you got the NBA playoffs. Once you get the NBA playoffs, oh, then you got the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. And then you get to the Eastern Conference Finals and in the Western Conference Finals. And then you get to the finals. You get basketball on top of basketball, on top of basketball, on top of basketball. It's amazing. This is the the best time the best time and if you are you know the expert handicappers that we are over here at the nba gambling podcast and college basketball experience then you got everything you need like it's straight it's time to make a lot of money so you're set, you're you're telling our listeners if you're if you're not paying attention now is the time to start paying attention especially to the college basketball experience correct shoot you you, you better be paying attention to everybody <laughs> because I made the golf gambling podcast made me money last week with the uh the uh dang what was that joint called I don't even remember what the tournament was called was it whatever the it don't matter last week? it doesn't no, no it don't matter what it was called it doesn't matter what it was called <laughs> it don't matter because I made money off of it and you better tell them again with the players is it the players this week yes sir major yeah the players championship this week better tell them again over there shout out yep. to the guys on the golf gambling podcast man they made me some money yeah man, they, look y'all ain't y'all playing y'all playing too much yo. <laughs> uh last week was the sorry the arnold palmer the honda was a week before but like terrell said it doesn't matter what it was uh the guys are absolutely crushing it all across the board the nba pod the golf gambling podcast the college experience with colby nick um patty c uh noah's in there terrell's been in there i mean these guys are crushing it so now's the time if you're not on the ride with the sports gambling podcast network you need to come join in come tap in we're making money. And now, like Terrell said, it's a great time to be alive if you're a basketball fan. So um, it's time now. Time time to come join the way. But Terrell, like I said, 12-game schedule here tonight. Uh, quickly want to recap our picks from Monday and Tuesday. On Monday, 
Uh, you swept the board. Uh, you had the Knicks plus three and a half. They made a 20-point comeback, kind of a reverse thing there. Um, get the victory against, I think it was the Sacramento Kings. And then you had the Warriors. You got you hit the spread plus eight and a half. Money line fell a little bit short, but none the day, nonetheless, a profitable night for you. Um, and then my lock was the Mavericks minus one and a half. They took care of business against um, I forgot who they played. Um Utah. Oh, yeah. Utah. Utah. Yeah. And uh I had the Knicks first half uh plus one twenty, which didn't even have a chance, but glad that they played well in the second half for you to get that cover. So uh, that was Monday. And then Tuesday, yesterday, between me and Zach, we both had a double lock of the Nets minus one and a half, minus two. That never closed, I think, minus three, but they cruised easily behind Kyrie Irving's 50-point victory. I'm sorry, 50-point uh, performance last night. Another 50-point performance. Um, he was absolutely lethal. Uh, so efficient from the floor. I think I read that he was the most efficient shooting night of a 50-point performance, uh, true shooting performance from a player that scored 50 or more points. So shout-out to Kyrie Irving, a great performance last night. Um, and then for my dog, I had the Clippers plus 210, didn't have a chance. And then Zach took the Pelicans, um, but they were without Brandon Ingram last night. But no favorites won any games outright yesterday. Favorites went six and zero straight up. They went four and two against the spread. Um, so quickly, there's our recap of our picks. But Terrell, more importantly, you and I combined. I sent you a text yesterday, and I was looking at our picks. We are ten and one combined over our last, I think, couple weeks here and our last. Because we the shit. Because we the shit. Yeah, you're right. You hit three out of your last four. I've hit seven straight, so we're just killing it over here. Hopefully, we continue that momentum into tonight, this 12-game schedule. But uh, quickly, anything that's kind of stuck out to you from Monday and Tuesday before we get into the Tuesday night – or, sorry, Wednesday night schedule here? Uh, no. Nah, I mean, Kyrie is just that guy. So um, Kyrie's a know. bucket, man. It, it just – like I said, if – I get Kyrie for the f- full duration of the playoffs, playing in every game. The Nets are going to be a tough out, like yeah. off of that alone. Now, do I think that they can be had? Absolutely, because I don't think they're a deep roster at all. But they definitely can be a tough out. Kyrie adds a level of deafness to them. They just got to figure out that rotation, man. Because Patty yeah. Mills doing what he's doing right now, it's obvious because of the rotation that he's not getting in rhythm and he's not getting what he wants against all these teams. So Steve Nash is going to have to actually coach. He, he had the safety net of having three top who really should be three NBA 75 players. I don't know how Kyrie didn't make it on that list, but really should be in three NBA top 75 players of all time on his team. And so he didn't have to coach at that point. You just yeah. rotate those three guys around the lineup and you got, you know, a star with a bunch of nobodies at any given time, and he can make them look better. But now Steve Nass has to actually coach this roster, so we're going to see what he do. We're going to see. But it's going to be tough to ride that playoff run on Kyrie and KD to- coattails because you did that last year, and guess what that happened to you? You know, yeah. you got bounced by Milwaukee in seven. So we'll see. Yeah, um, Kyrie, again, a great performance last night, but – yeah, it's the, now now is the time for Brooklyn to start winning some games. I think Ben Simmons is closer to returning than not. Uh, won't be in the game on Thursday night against the Sixers, but big shock there. But um, I'm excited to see Ben Simmons back on the floor, man. I'm excited 
for him to miss that first free throw for your sake. But then if he wants to make the second one, that's great. But um, it's going to be fun to see when those three guys are on the court together or on the floor. I don't care. I don't care what Ben do for the rest of the season as long as he missed that free throw. <laughs> Our eyes are going to be glued to that for sure. Uh, just for your sake so you can catch that bet. Um, other news, ben Draymond really, Green. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying Ben really wild for not playing tomorrow. But it's not- yeah, this is a little disappointing. Um, other news, I think I mentioned this on the Tuesday pod. Draymond Green is targeting to be back next Monday for the uh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm sorry. Um, they got the victory last night against the Clippers. Uh, broke their losing streak. Jonathan Kaminga, 21 points last night for them. Um, Memphis bounced back nicely against the Pelicans, even though that was without Brandon Ingram. And I think that was pretty much it. Darius Garland, man. We haven't, I don't feel like we haven't talked about him enough. 41 points last night, leading the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers to a victory over the Pacers, 127-124. So some great performances last night for some of the mar- or some of the great players in the league. Uh, Kyrie, Garland, uh, Jonathan Kaminga up and coming. So definitely some great basketball if you're not watching every single night here um, in the NBA. Throw anything else before we dive into these games on uh, this schedule tonight? Mm, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, All right. Just... Let's do this. Let's dive into this 12-game schedule. We're going to break down every single game as we usually do. Uh, let's start with the first game here, Terrell. We have the Chicago Bulls headed to the Motor City to take on the Pistons, where the Pistons opened up as – I'm sorry, the – Bulls opened up as a six and a half point favorite. That number has come down to minus five and a half. Total opened up at 226. That number has crawled up to 227 and a half. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. For the Chicago Bulls, the usual suspects are out. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, questionable with the right hamstring strain. I believe he was out the last game for the Bulls. For the Detroit Pistons, uh, Isaiah Stewart is going to be out for at least one or two weeks with the right knee bone bruise. Uh, Killian Hayes is also questionable tonight with a right abductor contusion. So um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. We got minus five and a half for the Chicago Bulls visiting the Detroit Pistons. Don't look now, but the Pistons have covered nine straight games, basically. Mm -hmm. I think that I think Washington was like three. They closed at three and a half. It might have been three. It might be a push in there. We'll see. But either way, they basically covered nine straight games here. And for a team that's tanking, they really don't know how to tank, right? But <laughs> it just shows that like it's a it's a new NBA. Like mm-hmm. everybody was getting on, you know, the process this, the process that, all that. But at the end of the day. Now it's young guys and they want to hoop. Like it's young guys out here that want to hoop and want to go out there and get it, get after it every single night. And if they believe they got a chance to win the game, they're gonna go out there and try to do it. So I still think that this Pistons team still's got some work that they need to do. Mm-hmm. You are leaning on, you know. 28 points by Kay Cunningham to get out that game with the Hawks. I don't think you're going to get that consistently from him. He's not at that point in his career just yet where he's going to come out here and consistently give out, you know, 25, 28 piece bangers like that. But now we got the Chicago Bulls where I said this was the spot. 
this was the spot where we were going to go. We were going to catch Chicago Bulls. They lost, what, six straight, five, six straight? Five straight. Five yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. Five straight playing all upper echelon competition of the Eastern, of the Western Conference and the Grizzlies and then playing the top teams in the East as well. This was it. They're about to go in to Detroit, play a really bad Pistons team. Everybody's riding the Pistons. You know, they they cover six straight. The Pistons might be able to do something to them. Chicago's look really, really bad. They're giving up a lot of points. They're not going to give up a whole bunch of points to the Pistons, man. Like, at the end of the day, it's still the Pistons. I think that the Bulls are going to come out here, do their thing. They're going to score. And this is a get-right spot for them. They got to go out there and get this win. You definitely can't drop this game against the Pistons, especially when you got the Cavs on deck. A little bit of a look ahead for them, but they're going to have some rest going into that game. Give me the Bulls minus six here to get it done. I'm fairly confident in this team and just in I expect to see an efficient scoring night mm-hmm. because the defense of the Pistons isn't nothing to be, you know, excited about. So I expect to see an efficient scoring night for them. They're going to come in here and try to limit the turnovers, which they've done a pretty decent job of doing all year. And just get a few stops. That's it. Just get a few stops, and you got this cover here. You're getting two possessions coming up to three. Not afraid of the number. Give me the Bulls, minus six. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth that this is the uh, the get-right spot for them. I think last night for the Brooklyn Nets, that was kind of a get-right spot for them as well with a big game on deck. Similar Bulls are in that situation here with the Detroit Pistons here tonight, and I'm Looking at the uh, head-to-head matchups for this year so far, and Bulls have won all three matchups. They won um, all the way back in October, 94-88, 97-82, and then the most recent game was which on January 11th, 133-87. to And if we date back all the way to 2019, the Bulls have won every single game since then. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten games in a row that they've beaten the Detroit Pistons. So, yeah. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Get right spot. Um, not doing well. You said this numerous times that they're just not a good team right now against the better competition, but against the crappier teams in the uh, league so far, they are crushing them. So I think that this is the right. You said the get right spot. I agree with that 100%. So I agree with that. Minus five and a half are the bulls here. Um, thoughts on the total. I think you're probably leaning towards the under here to at 227 and a half. Um, I would probably look oh, at a. Yeah, I don't really got no. I don't got no no thoughts on the total for real. It could go either way. I mean, the Bulls still have not done anything defensively mm-hmm. with you know their main three of their main defensive players not playing. Yeah, but the Pistons can go cold. The Pistons can go super super cold. So I'm not, I'm not touching this total. I'm not really interested one way or another. Yeah, only way I would look is that maybe the offense finally figures some things out for the Chicago Bulls, maybe a, a team total over on the Bulls here tonight. But uh, I think we're both on agreement on the side here at minus five and a half for a get-right spot for the Chicago Bulls against Detroit here tonight. Anything else for this game, uh, Terrell, for move on? No, I'm good. All right, let's get it going here. We have the next game, the Boston Celtics headed to Charlotte to take on the Hornets for the Hornets. Uh, played last night, like we mentioned, against the Brooklyn Nets. The Boston Celtics opened up as a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. That number is up to minus seven. Total opened up at 227. That number has ticked down to 225, uh, 226, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. But let's check the injury report for both of these squads. For the Boston Celtics, everybody is healthy. 
Only player or role player that is out is Aaron Neesmith with a right ankle sprain. Charlotte did play last night. Um, so no injury report submitted for them yet. Uh, I did pull some numbers on the Charlotte Hornets since they are in a back-to-back situation here. And looking at their ATS, they are three and nine against the spread in back-to-back situations. One and eleven straight up in twelve games in back-to-back situations. Um, and also when they have the rest disadvantage this season, they are four and twelve straight up. And then in back-to-back situations, they are giving up 124 points per game. Are the Charlotte Hornets eight and four to the over in back-to-back situations? So. Terrell, let's start with the side here. Minus seven for the Boston Celtics in Charlotte here tonight. I mean, it sounds like a no. I mean, those are really good numbers. It sounds like a no-brainer. It sounds like that we should be on the Celtics here. This is a really good spot for them. They have Charlotte reeling off a loss, They, you know, against the Nets, and they just beat the Nets. So that's why that's another reason of why this number is inflated a little bit, that Boston just beat the Nets and – Charlotte just lost the Nets, and both of them were at home. So it makes sense of why this line is where it's at. But because it makes so much sense, and because it sounds great, and it sounds like Boston should easily win this game, probably by double digits, when you think about what the Charlotte Hornets have looked like since Gordon Hayward went down and how the downward spiral that this team has been on ever since he went down and that they haven't looked good. They haven't got a lot of wins since then, if any at all. I think it's like one or two wins in that span when Gordon Hayward went down. Mm-hmm. It just makes all the difference that it, you got to pick Charlotte in this spot because it is because the Celtics let you down. Any opportunity they get, any, any absolute opportunity they get to let you down, the Celtics will absolutely do that. That's the team they are. They will sit there and they'll cover the games that you sit there and say they won't cover. And then the games that you are sitting there like, oh, well, they're not going to do it. They're blah, 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 like that. No, they, they absolutely just let you down. This is a spot where the guards for Charlotte should get off. Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball both got a history of giving the Celtics buckets and they're at home. And now you're getting that home ad, that home bonus to a guy like a Miles Bridges or PJ Washington, where they, I think that they really can get some really good buckets on those bigs on the inside of the Boston Celtics. Give me Charlotte plus the seven. This this line shouldn't be that big. This should really be around five, maybe four. They're still on the road. Yes, they're coming off a of back to back, but Charlotte is still a somewhat playoff team in this format. And so they're whirling a little bit. This is a spot for Terry Rozier. This team always plays the Celtics pretty tough. I think this is a spot that Charlotte can get right. Give me Charlotte plus seven. Yeah, this number is a little – I wish it was inside of five um, to take the Boston Celtics. But I'm still going to take the Boston Celtics. I can't ignore the number here at, um, you know, them being 1-11 straight up on back-to-back situations, 3-9 and nine against the spread. Look, yeah, you're right that, you know, anytime you do want to take Boston in spots, they do let you down, but they're playing well right now. And I can't ignore the fact that um, three and nine against the spread on back to back, one and 11 straight up, four and 14 straight up on with the rest disadvantage. Uh, Jason Tatum's playing well. Jalen Brown's been playing well. So I think maybe they've kind of turned that corner here for the Boston Celtics. Don't usually like laying points on the road here, but I, I think I'm going to take Boston here tonight. Uh, minus seven against the Charlotte Hornets team. Um, 
as far as the total, Terrell, we're seeing it at 225. I kind of do like the over in this game. I think we'll see some back and forth, especially since Charlotte has given up 124 points per game to their opposing teams on back-to-back nights. But you have any thoughts on the total here? No, no. I just want to point out that on two to three days rest, Boston is three, six, and two okay. against the spread. So this is this is a team that needs to be playing games and needs to to keep the whatever somewhat momentum they have going going. They, uh, it's not they're not all it's they're cracked up to be. They had a really good run through the early part of this year, but it, just looking at this team, they can reel. They mm-hmm. can reel. They can come back. I think they're due for a letdown spot. Something similar to when they played the Pacers or when they played the Pistons. They're they're, they're coming up on due on a letdown spot here. Fair enough. Um, let's get over to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Phoenix Suns headed into South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat opened up as an eight-point favorite in this game. That number has ticked down half a point to minus seven and a half across the board. Total opened up at 217 and a half. That number's up to 219 and a half. Uh, Phoenix did play last night in Orlando. Not a huge travel situation, but nonetheless, it is a travel situation. Um, they got the victory last night, 102-99 over the Orlando Magic. Uh, I'm not sure how much stock we can put into the back-to-back numbers here for the Phoenix Suns, but I'll go and just mention it. They are four and six against the spread. Um, and five and five uh, on the total in back-to-back situations. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Phoenix, again, not yet one submitted uh, as they did play last night. For the Miami Heat, uh, Caleb Martin is only questionable tag with left Achilles soreness. Uh, Kyle Guy is the only one that's out, but he's a G League guy. But Kyle Lowry will be in this game. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, everybody's playing in this game. So let's start with the side here. Uh, Terrell, minus seven and a half for the Miami Heat, hosting the Phoenix Suns. Hmm. We still have Miami laying a big number. And yes, they covered that number, a large number, an extremely large number against the Rockets. And it's covered by the skin on their teeth, actually. Yeah. I'm not certain that I'm automatically fine with penciling them in for a cover here against the Suns because the Suns are extremely well coached. The Suns, even when they have their backups in the game, you could look at that roster and like, all right, that roster could contend with a couple of teams across the league now. Like they still have campaign running, Mm -hmm. running a point. DeAndre Ayton has stepped up huge in this time while Devin Booker and Chris Paul has been out. Miles Bridges can get hot and get going at any point given time. We know what a journeyman and a guy that Jay Crowder is. Landry Shamit, the jury is still out on him and what he can do consistently, but still somebody that, you know, is can be reckoned with. Sure. And then I'm still thinking about the interior defense. Like, Javel Vagee was one of the big pickups for this team. Mm-hmm. And get, and adding him to that roster, having a backup center like that, and to also add into – to fortify that interior, I think seven and a half is a little much. I think it's a, a, a tad bit much for this Miami team, a team that doesn't necessarily always feel like they got to go into team – like they have to play teams and blow them out and get them out the building, that they just want to control the game and methodically, you know, put up extra points and points and points and, and, and to the point where they get the win. But mm-hmm. this Suns team has heart. This Suns team is is like, y'all not going to ride us off just because we're missing those guys. 
And outside of a collapse against, and I really wouldn't even call it collapse. I think the Bucks stole that cover. Like the Bucks went out there and grabbed that cover by the throat and said, come here like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> it wasn't even like the Suns really blew it. It's just, you know, Chris Middleton was like, nah, I got Bucks minus nine. We going to get this fucking cover. So Seven and a half is a lot, even for a depleted Suns team. This team is still really good and still really well coached. It's going to be a really fun coaching matchup to see Monty Williams versus Eric Spolstra tonight and how they combat each other. And just how the Heat have played ball over the past year, I'm just not going to buy into them getting a huge win. They have the chance of, you know, blowing teams out, but I think this Suns team's a little bit too talented to go down, lying down like that. So give me the Suns plus seven and a half. Yeah, I think this number is maybe a tick or two too high at seven and a half. I did want to mention, I'm looking at some other in, uh, new uh, websites with injury news that um, both Devin Booker and Cam Johnson are game time decisions. Um, so if you do possibly think one of those two guys are going to be back tonight, probably now is the time to pull the plug on that seven and a half uh, plus seven and a half. Cam Johnson the- play. I'm playing them on the money line. Okay. Uh, I'll try to hopefully we get some more news as we kind of get through the games here. But yeah, I just want to mention that because I think that those two important, obviously role players for, or one superstar player and then one uh, significant player uh, on the bench for Cam Johnson for the Suns team. So um, yeah, I would, I'm going to wait to the injury report, but I was, when I was initially looking at these lines, I was leaning with Phoenix Suns here. And you, you all, you mentioned it right there that this team does not lay down. Right. And I think that they, just because, other teams are thinking that they don't have their starting backcourt, that it's going to be an easy a victory for them. But this team, Phoenix Sun teams fights led by, you know, like you mentioned, DeAndre and Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges uh, campaign. Those are not guys that are going to lay down on the floor and let you run them over. They, they play, play hard. And like you mentioned that bucks cover, I had the minus nine. It was the luckiest win I probably had all season. Like you mentioned, Chris Middleton hit that three at the end. Um, and got the yeah, cover. Yeah, Chris Middleton had Bucks minus not. Yeah, I'll be sitting here like I be. I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's pause this. <laughs> hold on, wait a second. Because I'm trying to figure out why everybody's so wild about Calvin Ridley. Like y'all really think these players don't be betting games for real? Now Calvin Ridley was dumb, but I don't know why the fool, he was using his own phone. Definitely would have hit up my homeboy like, hey, bro, I need you to put this this bet in for me. I'm going to cash up you the bread. I definitely would have did that for sure. But why are we acting like these players don't be betting these games, man? You ain't you ain't hear Cat at the three-point contest talking about the books got the eyes wrong? Cat definitely had a stack on him and cashed out. <laughs> There's no – it's no way. There's no way Cat put up that crazy final round and he ain't have a stack on himself. These players be betting, man. Stop trying to act funny, yo. Like, y'all don't think these players be betting, yo. So, Chris Milton definitely had Bucks minus nine, looked up at the clock and said, I bet. Watch this. Boom. Cash. 40-piece on you, too. There ain't no way, yo. He had Chris Milton had Bucks minus nine in that game for sure. I mean, I was on the Bucks minus nine, too, but I'm just a sharp. That's But Chris Milton did it, too. <laughs> so it don't even – like, that's crazy. So it ain't no it ain't no way. It ain't no way you tell me that ain't bad. And Chris Milton definitely had Bucks minus nine in that game for sure. But, well, yeah, absolutely. I'm adding Tyler Hero to my Christmas list and Chris Middleton to my Christmas list as far as guys that are uh, cashing bets for me this season. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, yeah, Phoenix Suns, yeah, plus seven and a half. 
Uh, I agree with you there, but definitely keep an eye out, guys, for the uh, status of Devin Booker here tonight and Cam Johnson because I am seeing that they are game-time decisions uh, for the Suns. As far as the total here, uh, Terrell... Yeah, the Suns was turning up to Nevada by NBA Youngboy before the game and then went and laid a 30-piece on the Portland Trailblazers. I'm not fading that team. I don't care. I don't, if you ain't seen that video, watch Miles Bridges and DeAndre Ayton campaign all out there rapping the lyrics to Nevada by NBA Youngboy. I'm not fading that team right now. Those some <laughs> boys that got some hurt in their hearts and they got to use basketball to channel it all out. I'm not fading that team right now. <laughs> uh, as far as the total, I do want to mention the in non-conference games, Miami 19 and six to the over 76%. Phoenix not too far behind 17 and nine uh, in, to the over non-conference games at 65.4. So um, yeah, for those numbers and reasons, I think that you know Phoenix Suns last night didn't knock down their three-point shots, but I think they'll be able to do that here tonight, uh, especially if they get one of... Devin Booker or Cam Johnson back here tonight. So I'm slightly leaning towards the over here, Terrell. You have any feel on this over? It has kind of moved in the direction of the over by two points, but any thoughts on the total? I'll probably, I'll probably play the under. I know what okay. the numbers say, but at the end of the day, Miami is a good defensive team, and the Suns can really lock in defensively when they want to. They may not do it all the time, but obviously because they just have such prolific scoring that they can you know, match people point for point, but – this feels like a game where they just come and try to, you know, they're on this road trip, defense travels. I feel like this is a spot where they try to lock in defensively and match the Miami Heat and what they're going to attack them with defensively. This probably could be a low. I think it's a lower scoring game. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game. We have the Atlanta Hawks headed into Milwaukee to take on the Bucks, where the Bucks opened up as a five and a half point favorite. That number is now uh, ticked down half a point to minus five. Total opened up at 236.5. Number is up to 239.5. Consensus. Uh, checking the injury report for the Atlanta Hawks. Everybody's pretty much a go. Only person that's going to be out is Sharif Cooper. Uh, Kevin Herter is on the injury report, but he's listed as probable. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks did play in Oklahoma City. They took care of business there, 142 to 115, I believe. Um, checking the back to back numbers here for. The Milwaukee Bucks, they are three and eight against the spread, four and seven to the over. Um, so let's start with the side here, Terrell. I know we're going to probably go with this, but Milwaukee minus five and a half. I mean, why would I? I I'm not feeling. I just don't think Milwaukee is all that in a bag of chips. Yes, they're good. Yes, they can play. Yes, I catch them in the right spot when I bet them a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, this team's bench fucking sucks. Like, yep. it really does. And at, and now you're just basically telling me that you're I'm banking on Milwaukee. I'm banking on either Milwaukee. I'm banking on I mean, Milwaukee, I'm talking about Giannis. I'm either banking on Chris Middleton or I'm banking on Drew Holiday to have a really good game. And that's not always the case, yo. It's really not always the case. So where we get an Atlanta team that plays this Bucks team pretty tough for the most part, they, you know, had that. We all remember that series against the, um, that they had with them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not really interested in 
and look in Milwaukee right now. And so I can see something, they get a little bit healthier, you know, Pat Connaughton comes back and gets back in the rhythm and then may, that makes their roster a little bit deeper. But this bench is atrocious. And I think that the Hawks, while they are absolutely inconsistent as hell, mm-hmm. absolutely inconsistent as fuck, but at least they get some. They get something from their like they get a contribution, and it's not always reliant on the starters. And that can only playing only your stars can only get you so far. It can really only get you so far. We sit here looking at the last five games, and I was trying to pull up this stat: Milwaukee's bench is scoring twenty five point eight points per game. That is twenty eighth in the NBA. <laughs> that's not good enough. That's terrible. It's not good. It's not good enough, yeah. and that's not championship DNA. That's not where they were at in their blood last year. So we'll see what they do. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm really not. It's a, they're a huge step down from where they're at. Their bench wasn't amazing last year, but it definitely was added some contribution. And so it's going to be a lot more. Like, they're going to need a lot more help. It's not just going to be Giannis and Chris Middleton. And then fucking Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday show up every other night. Mm-hmm. So I got a good Chris Middleton night last night. I mean, the other yeah, against the, um, uh, the Suns. Yeah. Again, yeah, I got a good Chris Middleton night against the Suns, but – I don't know when he's doing that kind of production again. Give me Trey Young. I can't fade Trey Young right now. Ice Trey, villain Trey. Shout out to the villains. Uh, I can't fade that right now. Give me the Hawks plus five. This game might be a lot by the end of the day. Yeah, I think we're going to have some agreements when we get to our uh, picks. And this was the first bet I made this morning when I saw the line here at five and a half. Look, the Atlanta Hawks are three and oh against the Milwaukee Bucks this season, 3-0 and against the spread, and Trey Young has pretty much owned this team uh, over the last four or five games against this uh, Milwaukee Bucks team. In particular, this season, he's had a 30-piece, a 42-piece, um, a 15-piece where he didn't really need to do much and they got contributions from other guys. This team is finally healthy, Terrell. That's the whole thing for me is that they're finally healthy, John Collins is back. Bogdanovich is out there. Danilo Gallinari is out there. Trey Young, Clint Capella. These guys are all healthy. They have the rest advantage here tonight. Again, we've talked about it all season that the Bucs have not been a very good home team against the spread. And so far this season, 13 and 22 at home against the spread. They're 11 and 20 as home favorites this season. Tech on their on a back-to-back situations. I know it was a blowout last night, but you still played. The travel factor is still in there. Three and eight against the spread on back-to-back situations. I don't like that for Milwaukee. And you've been harping on this all season long about their bench is absolutely terrible. I know the the starters didn't play a lot of minutes last night, but Atlanta coming in, this is a big game for them. They need to pile up some wins here if they're going to, you know, stay in the playoff contention. I like Atlanta here. I, I locked this up at five and a half. I'm starting to see it move towards four and a half now. Uh, and like you said, I think Trey Young, this is going to be a big game for Trey Young. Give me a double-double on Trey Young tonight. Uh, give me over 26 and a half points for Trey Young tonight and give me over nine and a half assists for Trey Young tonight. So um, I, I like it. And then for the as far as the total, I'm going to take the Hawks team total over here tonight. Uh, they've scored 120 against them in the first matchup this season. The next matchup, I believe they had 121, and then I think it was 113 was the other game. So I'm all over Atlanta here as well. I'm glad that we agree on this game. Uh, anything else for this game that you want to throw in there? No, no. I expect this to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I just don't. 
I can't lay large amount of points against decent teams with this butt squad because of the fact that I don't know where all those points are going to come from. Yeah. The only re- they took 40 points from Chris Milton for them to cover 10 against the Suns. Yeah. So I agree. I, I'm while I do think the Bucks go out here and get a win, because I think it is extremely hard to be a team four times, and it's not too many times that I'm gonna bet on a team to be the team four times in the regular season. But the the this Hawks team is too talented. I think they're gonna be in this all the way to the wire. This could be another last second shot. Yep. This is going to be a fun game. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, Charles, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back, and then we'll dive into the 8 o'clock Eastern games here in the NBA tonight. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Right now is the perfect time to bet on basketball, and WinBet is helping you cash. All new users can receive a $10 free bet when they win or lose or push a $20 four-leg parlay on basketball between Monday through Thursday. All users can receive a free $50 bet when they win, lose, or push four $50 bets on Saturday through Sunday. Weekend bonus play can be used towards all upcoming college basketball action as well as the NBA. And for new WinBet Casino customers, they're now offering a 100% first deposit match up to $1,000. That's right, 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ross, we're brought to you by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes, bet your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games, weekly tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game on the board. We have the Los Angeles Lakers down here in the H. LeBron is in town. Um, this number opened up three and a half for the LA Lakers. That number is up to minus five. Um, total opened up at 232 and a half. That number is up to 233 and a half. Uh, check the injury report for both of these teams for the Houston Rockets. Garrison Matthews questionable. Dennis Schroeder is questionable. Jay Sean Tate questionable as well. And Christian Wood, who did miss the last game with an illness against the Miami Heat, is also questionable. So definitely. Um, we'll be looking out for those injuries for the Los Angeles Lakers. THT probable. LeBron did miss the last game against San Antonio with uh, some significant left knee soreness. He is questionable. Malik Monk is also on the injury report tonight. He is probable, though, with a right right calf contusion. Um, Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Let's call it minus five for the Lakers in Houston tonight to take on the Rockets. What are you thinking? 
Shit, it's inc- y'all incredible. Whoever bet this line up to five is wild. I appreciate it. I'll take it. Give me the five points in the Rockets. At the end of the day, I'm not laying five points with the Lakers. I don't care who plays. I don't care who's on the team. This team is a bad team. This is a bad basketball team. They're a bad basketball team. We're not going to sit here and give them a pass because they're the Los Angeles Lakers. At the end of the day, if you were coming out here and you were telling me the Rockets were laying five against anybody, I tell you, I don't care who it is. I'm taking another team. If you were telling me Detroit was out here laying five against anybody, I say, I don't care who it is. I'll take the other team. You told me Orlando was out here laying five against anybody. I say, I don't care. I'll take the other team. They're, they are a bad basketball team where they are in the conversation with those teams for in the second half of this season with how they have played. I do not care. I'm not going to lay five points with, with the Los Angeles Lakers. They can very much get, get a lead and give it away. They can very much not be in this game at all. This team is a bad basketball team. Do I think the win? they get a win? They probably should get a win. I mean, it's the Houston Rockets. You should absolutely get a win, but they've lost to this team before. So yep. I'm not really – I'm not interested in laying any points with the Los Angeles Lakers. Maybe if it was two-and-a-half and I had got in at two-and-a-half, I might have did it. But if I'm getting into five and I'm getting into two possession territory, I'm not – no, I'm not trusting that. And the Houston Rockets are getting players back. This Houston Rockets team can play. I, I don't care. I'm not laying five points with the Los Angeles Lakers. This could very well easily be a three-point win or something. And we're sitting here wondering, well, how the hell did this game even get that close? It's because the Lakers are not a good team, man. We're not going to sit here and we're, we're not going to reward mediocrity. So, yeah, let's go ahead. Give me Houston plus five. Yeah, I mean, nobody in their right mind right now should be laying points with the Lakers right now. Um, I've t- I've took them as a dog a couple times in the past week. That didn't come into fruition for me, but especially, I mean, I know it's the Rockets, one of the worst, if not the worst teams in the league. But as a Rockets fan, I watch their games and they fight. They they they're, they're out there playing hard. I mean, they were in that game in, against Miami, but again, the hot shooting of Tyler Hero kind of took that game uh, away from the Rockets, but. They fight as long as Kevin Porter Jr. is out there, as long as Jalen Green's out there, and n- nobody's really talking about how uh, how much of an improvement Jalen Green has been on the floor since the All Star break. I think he's averaging close to twenty points per game. He's had some success against the uh, L.A. Lakers, um, so I will take the plus five. I think I'm going to wait for this number. I think it might inflate a little more if we get a little bit of news on LeBron if he's going to play in this game. I think that might get up to maybe a six or six and a half. But I'm going to wait for this, uh, the injury news for LeBron. I'm going to take the Rockets here tonight as well. So give me Rockets plus five and a half uh, in this game. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell? 233 and a half. Over. Yeah. <laughs> points, points, points. I don't think uh, there's going to be a lot of defense being played in this game. Uh, anything else? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Let's keep it rolling here, Terrell. We have the next game on the board. The Orlando Magic headed into the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Where this game opened up minus eight for the Pelicans. That number is up to minus nine. Uh, Both of these teams did play uh, last night. Uh, The New Orleans Pelicans were in Memphis where they took a huge L. That was without Brandon Ingram in that game. And then also the Orlando Magic were on their home floor hosting the Phoenix Suns where they took an L as well by three points. Uh, let's check the injury report first for both of these teams. I don't think there will be one submitted yet, but actually there is one for Orlando. Um, Jalen Suggs is the only one that's questionable here tonight, right ankle sprain. Um, Markel, Fultz, Markel Fultz is out with left knee injury management. 
that is pretty much it. Uh, last night, Brandon Ingle was ruled out, so definitely look out for that injury news if he's going to be able to go here tonight or not. Um, let me check the back-to-back numbers here for these squads before we dive into the side here, Terrell. Um, let's see. For the Orlando Magic, 5-9 and nine against the spread in back-to-back situations. The Pelicans, 5-6 and six against the spread in back-to-back situations. As far as the total... Uh, Orlando is nine and five to the under Orlando, sorry, uh, New Orleans Pelicans six and five to the under. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Let's call it minus nine or let's call it minus eight and a half for the Pelicans hosting the Orlando magic. I mean, it's simple for me. I'm if mm, no, oh. at least. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of simple. Just give me the Pelicans, man. Just give me the Pelicans. Pelicans are playing really good ball now. Yeah. And Especially if B.I. plays. If B.I. plays, I really like the play. If B.I. doesn't play, I guess I will lean Magic. But if B.I. got rest the first game and he's playing the second game, that's just even more rest a rested version of him. And then add what C.J. McCollum has brought to this team and a level of scoring and not only scoring but be able to get other people open. And now that he, you have two dominant threats in B.I. and C.J. McCollum scoring the basketball, it's able to open up for a lot of other teams in that roster. And they found somewhat of an identity to be able to lock down on some teams and play and play some defense against certain squads. And this Magic team is not a good squad. I can absolutely see them locking them down and shutting them down. They just got a 30-point win against the Kings and the Jazz at home. So this is a spot where I think that the Pelicans are going to be very good. It's very easy for me, like very, very easy. And even mm-hmm. if B.I. doesn't play, I'm really tempted to just go ahead and take the, the Pelicans in this spot as well. I think that this is a spot where people think that the Magic can come up here and sneak something. Maybe B.I. doesn't play and they sneak them, but I don't know. This Pelicans team is playing really good. They're looking to bounce back from losing to the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. They can absolutely beat the bad teams and confidently. Yeah. Um, yeah, no argument for me there. I'm not going to dispute anything you said for lack of better words. Um, the whole thing has been for the Pelicans that they've been a better defensive team since all-star break over the last five games. They are number three in defensive rating at 106.2. Shockingly, Orlando magic are at number two as well. 104.6, but offensively, I think this Pelicans team is going to, it's a lot better. Obviously with CJ McCollum and BI on their roster, um, if Brandon Ingram goes, or I don't think if he doesn't go, I think that, you know, I, I like CJ McCollum and those guys to handle business here tonight. Herb Jones, uh, guys are playing well since the all-star break. So give me the Pelicans as well, laying the points here against the Orlando Magic. Uh, lean towards the under in this game at 223. Two teams that are pretty that have been pretty good defensively. But do you have any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Uh not really. If I had to play something, I play the under because I don't I think that there's a possibility magic don't score many points yeah. on the road here. Mm-hmm. We just seen I mean, we just seen this team beat the Lakers, the Kings, and the who'd I say was the other one? The Lakers, the Kings, and the Jazz all by 30 points on their home floor. Well, the Lakers was on the road, but all bad teams all by 30 points, and they all didn't get into the hundreds. So absolutely yeah. give me give me the Pelicans here. If I had to make a play, I'd make a play on the under. All right. Let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Oklahoma City Thunder headed to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Where the T Wolves opened up as a 14 and a half point favorite. That number has stayed the course at 14 and a half. Um, total opened up at 230. That number is up to 232. 
Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Oklahoma City did play last night against the Bucks, so no injury report yet. I did see a note uh, that Lou Dort is going to be out for the rest of the season. He requires, I think, shoulder surgery. So no Lou Dort, but I'll double-check that. Um, and then for the Minnesota Timberwolves, a lot of questionable tags here. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Anthony Edwards, Prince, Russell, and Vanderbilt are all questionable. So uh, make sure to check that injury report if you are going to be betting on the Timberwolves tonight. But I think it might be pretty simple here, Terrell. Wolves minus 14 and a half. Yeah, simple. Take, give me the Thunder. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen what the Thunder have been done in their last three road games? <laughs> their last three road games, they have wins over the Knicks, they have wins over the Pacers, and they have a win over the Nuggets. Yep. And so now I'm sitting here, and they just got 30-piece drug out the rug at home by this same Timberwolves team, what, last week? Yeah. And now I'm the getting fourth. them laying 14 and a half against – and getting them laying 14 and a half, and I have a whole bunch of questionable tags. I don't know who's really playing. They mm-hmm. may feel like, oh, this is just the Thunder. We may not have to actually run these guys out on the court or anything like that. At the end of the day, this Thunder team plays hard on the road. Yeah. Uh, they play they play hard on the road. So if you're thinking, you know, this is very easy, as in I'm taking the points and I'm sprinkling on the money line here, then absolutely give me – because it doesn't matter who's out on the court for this Thunder team. They still go out there and play, and you still got Gilgis Alexander, who is an all-world player. Mm-hmm. And so, absolutely, I like this team. I like getting them on the road. On the road as a dog this season, well, that's basically every single game on the road. So on the road this season, they're 22-10, and 10, ATS, on the road. Yep. They're going to get this done. This is an extremely large line. I do like the Minnesota Timberwolves. I understand why this line is as much as they did. They just beat this team by 30 the other day. I understand why it's as much as they are. They have a whole bunch of G-leaguers and nobodies. They're not even G-leaguers. They're H-leaguers. You got a whole bunch of H-leaguers <laughs> out here playing on this team, and you have the Minnesota Timberwolves who are in competition for a playoff spot. That's, ultimate, that's ultimately the reason why they're going to possibly lose this game because they're going to underestimate the fuck out of this Thunder team. And yep. this Thunder team is really really good so yes give me the thunder plus the points sprinkle yeah. on the money line yep 22 and 10 against the spread on the road here 22 and 10 uh as road underdogs obviously never been favored on the road this season but if this game was at home for the thunder i'd be taking minnesota but since it like you mentioned they are on the road they've got they won their last three road games shay is playing in this game the books have finally adjusted to his points prop they have him at 29 and a half but I don't think that's going to matter. He's been dropping 30 pieces over the last six, seven games. So uh, I'll take the thunder here. I'm going to take the over in this game as well. Um, going to be on SGA again tonight over 29 and a half. Uh, Gavin, thoughts on the total here, Terrell or SGA props? No, not really. All right. Um, let's move. I think oh. that that, mo- that money line is juicy enough for me already. Let's see. Let me see. Find the best price on that money line. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking oh, at eight, my a... good friends. My good friends at WinBet got me plus eight fifty. Okay, um, there you go. Uh, let's go over to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Toronto Raptors headed into San Antonio to take on the Spurs, where the Raptors are a minus one and a half. Oh, sorry, the Raptors. Yeah, Raptors open up as a minus one and a half point favorite. That number has stayed the course at minus one and a half. Total opened up at two twenty seven and a half. That number is up to two twenty nine and a half. Um, check the injury report for both of these teams for the Toronto Raptors. OG Ananobi continues to be out. Malachi Flynn is also out. Fred Van Vliet, again, questionable with right knee soreness. 
for the San Antonio Spurs, Lonnie Walker, the fourth probable Devin Vassell probable. Um, that is pretty much it of significance for the Spurs. So Terrell, let's start with the side Raptors minus one and a half in San Antonio tonight. Whew, I'm surprised they're even minus one and a half. You, you probably could have. If this line said minus one and a half Spurs, I would not be surprised. This Raptors team has been one of, and you had to think that you know teams that were hot going into the All Star break, somebody was going to cool down. And it looks like the Raptors was that team that cooled all the way the fuck down. This team has been absolutely abysmal after the All Star break, losing games left and right, not covering barely winning by one to the Nets at home after they played them on the road where they got the blowout win. That's probably their best thing that's happened to them since the All-Star break. So Mm -hmm. the melatonin basketball team is very tough to get a gauge on. It feels like that they should be in this game. I kind of wish that the Raptors were a little bit larger of the favorite. I will lock this game up at whatever the number was for the Spurs. But now I'm basically sitting here saying that the Spurs are possibly going to get a win here. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors got a win here and, and win by one against this team. The Raptors haven't been that good at all. The Spurs coming off a pretty solid win against the Lakers. And, you know, they've given the Hornets and the Kings some trouble. And ultimately, those aren't two really good teams. And the Raptors aren't playing like a good team right now. So no. why not would I put them in that conversation with them? Give me the Spurs, and plus the one and a half, I think that they're playing a little bit better basketball right now. I'll take the melatonin basketball team to get a win here. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Toronto Raptors. I mean, they've been so inconsistent this season. They had a stretch where they won like seven games in a row. Um, I mean, it looked like they couldn't miss a shot uh, from three-point land. They were an automatic over-bet team, but like you mentioned, since the All-Star break, the only two victories that they have were against a poor, uh, sorry, the Brooklyn Nets, where that was without Kevin Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving as well because they played one in Brooklyn and one in Toronto. Um, but they took L's against Detroit, Orlando, Cleveland. I mean, I know San Antonio hasn't been great either, but they're still battling. Like They're still in games. Um, they still have DeJounte Murray on the roster. They still have Keldon Johnson and – Without Fred Van Vliet here tonight, if he doesn't go, yeah, I like San Antonio as well. Um, not much else for me on this game. Any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? No, no. All I got to say is last game against the Lakers, Pop tied Don Nelson's NBA record with yes. hundred with 1,335 career wins. Doc gets 1,336 tonight. Give me the Spurs over the Raptors. There we go. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the New York Knicks headed to Dallas to take on Luka and the Mavericks, where the Dallas Mavericks opened up as a seven and a half point favorite. That number has ticked up to minus eight. Total opened up at 215 and a half. That number is uh, ticked down to 215. Check the injury report for both of these teams for the Dallas Mavericks. Jalen Brunson is questionable with a right foot uh, contusion. We know about Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, Marquise Chris is also out for this game. Uh, Frank Nilakina is also out with a non-COVID-related illness. For the New York Knicks, um, Quinn Grimes out with, uh, I think it's a foot injury. Nerlens Noel is also out, left foot soreness. Cam Reddish is also going to be out of this game. He has a sprained right shoulder. Mitchell Robinson questionable with an illness. Obi Toppin out with left hamstring strain. 
A lot of injuries for the Knicks here, but let's start with the side here, Terrell. Let's call it minus eight uh, for the Mavericks hosting the New York Knicks. Yeah. So the Knicks locked the Knicks up. They got a pretty they got a win for me. Came back for once the Knicks actually came back from a 20 points down rather than <laughs> giving up 20 points down. But yeah, I'm still I'm not a real big be- so the Mavericks do have slightly bench issues as well. And this is still kind of partially this West Coast trip for the Knicks. And as I pointed out last time, and if you tailed it, you got money line wins against the – well, you got a cover against the Suns, and you got money line wins against the Clippers where they were five against the Clippers and four against the Kings. Mm-hmm. So you got money line wins there. This Knicks team plays well on their West Coast road trips. They do. They really play well when they go to the West Coast. Outside of a few outlier games where they may get run out of the building, they typically play well when they go on these West Coast trips. That's just how this team is rooted. And why? Because Tom Thibodeau is a defensive coach. And how many times do I have to say it, ladies and gentlemen? Defense travels in this league. So in this spot where they're playing the Dallas Mavericks – I expect the the starters to go out there and be able to score and have their way at will. But this Knicks team, they're somewhat – I wouldn't say they got a rotation down, but the players that they do have are really good. Glad to see Jericho Sims get some uh, – getting more burn. Taj Gibson was out there the other night, and he fucked up, and I was sitting there wondering why the fuck is Taj Gibson still in the game. So it just shows me that I can only follow this team yet so far. But this team is – Eight point, uh, eight point underdog against the Dallas Mavericks, and they actually play the Dallas Mavericks really, really tough. Like mm-hmm. this goes back to last season as well. They play the Dallas Mavericks really, really tough. So give me the Knicks here plus eight. This feels. Am I gonna do it again? Do I feel hot on the mojo? I do. Let's go ahead and lock up the Knicks right now. Knicks plus eight. That's one of my locks for today. Yeah, these two teams matched up earlier uh, in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Knicks took care of business in that game, 108-85. Uh, Luka did play in that game, 21 points, uh, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, for the New York Knicks, all five guys were in double figures. And R.J. Barrett, man, he's been playing really well since the All-Star break. He's been putting up points. He's been grabbing some uh, boards and you know dishing out assists in that game against Dallas Mavericks earlier this year. 41 minutes, 13 of 22 from the field. He finished up with 32 points. So I think that'll probably continue here tonight for RJ Barrett. Um, yeah, I think I got to go with a plus eight as well on the New York Knicks. I've been playing Knicks in the first half. I think I'm going to do that again here uh, for the New York Knicks. So I'll, I'll take Knicks first half in this game. I'm going to be on RJ Barrett props here tonight as well in this game. Uh, but stay tuned for the prop cast later with me and Scott. Um, we'll give our prop bets then. But, um, yeah, first half for me on the Knicks. Lean towards the under in this game. You know, both defensive-minded head coaches, and Dallas has really turned it out on defense this season with Jason Kidd as a head coach. So I'm leaning towards that way. But do you have any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Terrell is taking a time out. Yeah, if I got to play, you know, I mean, I just can't see myself taking it over for the Mavericks. And 
at the end of the day, I think the Knicks have the ability to lock in defensively. The Mavericks have shown that they are a really good defensive team this year. They're one of the best teams to the over in the NBA this team, if not the best team. So I'm absolutely I'm just gonna go ahead and, you know, just keep telling Mavericks unders here. I think that this this is probably a spot. It, it's hard to see that this game, you know, eclipses 200 points for me, honestly. It just doesn't feel like a spot where they're going to get to 200. And as a home team, they're 9-24-1 and 24 and one to the under this season. I'm not going to go ahead and fade that. So give me the under against the Mavericks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, again, uh, like I said, these two teams have turned around defensively. Uh, this season, I think that, you know, Dallas right now, last five games, number 12 in defensive rating and New York Knicks right behind him at number 13 in defensive rating. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the under 215 in this game. All right, Terrell, let's get over to the next game of the night. Three games left on the board. Uh, Portland heads into Utah, <laughs> where the Utah Jazz opened up as a 17 and a half point favorite. Uh, that number has ticked down half a point to minus 17. Total opened up at 217 and a half. That number's up to 221 and a half, 222. Uh, injury report for both of these teams. Uh, let's see. For the Portland Trailblazers, uh, Anthony Simons is the only one that is questionable. Uh, make sure to check that if you're going to bet on the Portland Trailblazers here. Justice Winslow is also out for this team. Um, and then we know about the season-long injuries, guys, that are out. Um, for the Utah Jazz, I don't see an injury reported submitted for them yet, but let's start with the side here, Terrell. Jazz minus 17 and a half hosting this Portland Trailblazers team. All right, so you guys know what to do. I'm going to give you all a second. Let's go ahead and sign into your book right now. I'm just signing into mine. Hold on. face. Let me do my face scan. All right. Give you all a second. Go ahead just place a bet in on Portland and the spread, get you a money line bet in over there, sprinkle on that money line, put your regular unit size on Portland to cover this game. Because at the end of the day, if you are telling me that Anthony Simons has a, a chance of playing, because this line is only indicative if Anthony Simons is out. Mm-hmm. That is the only way you can make this line make any type of sense to me at all whatsoever. If you're telling me Anthony Simons is out. Now, if you're telling me Anthony Simons has a, Anthony Simons has a chance of playing and I'm getting a plus 1,000 money line, plus 1,000 against the Jazz who have struggled, not only struggled, they have struggled with large spreads, not only have struggled with large spreads, they have struggled with large spreads at home. And you're telling me that I'm getting a Portland Trailblazers at 10 to 1 odds to for a money line win, and I'm not going to sprinkle on that? You're absolutely outside of your mind. It's preposterous. I have no idea why this spread is so large. There's no reason that it should be at 18 when it's Anthony Simons. And if Anthony Simons plays, Anthony Simons is good for about five points for this Portland's team because at the end of the day, he's doing all the scoring for this team. He's doing absolutely everything. And then now you're telling me that there's other guys who have gotten in this rotation and able to, to contribute. And when you don't know what you're going to get from the Utah Jazz, I think everybody thinks that this is going to be a, just a, oh, this is a, you know, a get right. Like, yeah, 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 I know the trend. I know this. I know that. But it's Portland. Portland's really bad. Portland is this. Portland is that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not laying 18 and a half points. With, I'm probably not laying 18 and a half points with anybody in the NBA. Like, there's a, there, there's a long list of teams that I could sit here and say, I know there's a very, very long list of teams that I can sit here and say that I'm laying 18 and a half points with. 
that, that I'm not laying 18 and a half points with. The Utah Jazz are the absolute bottom of that list. This is ridiculous, and it's actually disrespectful to Portland at this point. It really, really is. Like, I know they're bad. I know they're terrible. I know they're horrible. I know all of these things. They sat here and they just lost by 40 to the Timberwolves. You're telling me that this team isn't going to want to go out here and give it their all again in another spot in another game? Absolutely so. They're going to go out here and give everything they can. Anthony Simons is probably going to come out here and have 30. Like, he probably will have 30. And I can't even imagine. Like, I literally cannot imagine what it would be if for Anthony Simons to have 30 in a win. Those odds have to be absolutely incredible. So, it's, it's really easy. It's just really easy. This Jazz team is not good. And, yes, the Portland is atrocious. Portland is horrible. Portland is disgusting. They do not have anybody of the five starters that they started the season with playing in, in these games right now. Portland also has wins against the Grizzlies. Portland has wins against the Trailblazers. I mean, not the Trailblazers, against the Bucks. During that span, when all, when all this is going on, they have wins against the Grizzlies and the Bucks. And you're telling me that the Jazz can't forsaken themselves and get a loss on, at home against Portland, a team that they're definitely looking past? I don't even know what's on Utah's schedule because it's not pulling up for me right now. But you're telling me that they're not <laughs> looking past this Portland team? Absolutely not. Please get out of my face with that. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. I just found it. They're playing the Spurs and the Kings, so they really don't. They really don't have anything to look ahead to. But oh, this is disgusting. Like this is absolutely disgusting. And what is it? Because they lost to the Mavericks, that I'm just going to automatically lay 18 and a half points with them? Absolutely not. I don't trust this team. I don't trust this team. Any lick. I couldn't. I trust them about as far as I could throw them. And each individually. And that's not far for anybody at all. So give me the Trailblazers plus 18. Sprinkle on the money line. This is way too large. This is a huge-ass spread. They are, at the end of the day, they are NBA players. They are NBA players. We are not doing this to them. They are not NBA players. I'll say that much. These guys are not NBA players. The current roster right now, they are not NBA players. But I agree with you about the point they said. If, if Anthony Simons is playing this game, I will take Portland. If not, I'm completely staying away from this game. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much. Because they, I mean, yeah, Utah, you, you've said this all season long, and you've cashed big bets on them 100% um, when they've been favored by more than, what, 10, 12 points. We, you've hit big bets on them. Um but for this Portland team, they, they don't have NBA players on this roster right now. So I'll keep it simple. If Simons is playing, I agree with you. I'll take Portland uh, to cover the spread. But if he's not playing, I'm completely going to stay away from this game. I mean, they've lost games by 43, 37, 30 in consecutive nights. They had the back-to-back games against Minnesota. They lost by 14. And then, like you said, 43. But, um, yeah, it's just that simple for me. Uh is is Portland an NBA team? Portland is an NBA team. Yeah, they are. An NBA are these not play, are they not are they not basketball players playing for the Portland Trailblazers? Yeah, but they don't have a choice. Okay, then they're NBA players. players. They're NBA players. They are, <laughs> at the end of the day, they're NBA players. They're not about to go out here. You're not going to disrespect this team and give them an 18 point spread with the with the Utah Jazz. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Josh Hart go two for twelve. Is Josh Hart going two for twelve again? Probably. No. No, he's not. He is not. This is this is absolutely this is really ridiculous. This is really ridiculous. This Utah team is going to fall asleep at the wheel. They probably will go up as even if they go up big, they're probably going to try to coast the rest of the game. This team is if Anthony Simons is out there, there's no re, there's no reason you should not be playing the money line. Spending absolutely way too much not. time on this game. <laughs> 
I, I, no, I, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. The numbers don't lie. This team does not cover numbers this large at all, especially not at home. This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and you've nailed that all season long trail. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue it a lot, but if yeah, if Simon's in this game, I'll, I'll sprinkle as well on this Portland team um, on the plus 17 and then on the, a little bit on the money line, just a pizza bet, but Portland, Portland plus 18, lock it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, last two games of night here, Terrell. We have the Denver Nuggets headed into Sacramento to take on the Kings, where the Denver Nuggets have opened up as a four and a half point favorite. That l- line has stayed the course at four and a half total, 237. That number's up to 239 and a half. Um, check the injury report for both of these squads. For the Sacramento Kings, Terrence Davis continues to be out. Mo Harkless is questionable. Jeremy Lang questionable. Rashawn Holmes is out for personal reasons. For the Denver Nuggets, let's see. Will Barton questionable. He missed the last game with a left ankle sprain. Bones Highland, right knee soreness questionable. And that is pretty much it. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus four and a half for the Denver Nuggets in Sacramento. These these two teams just recently played each other. I think Denver won both of those games. Yes, Denver is 3-0 against the Kings this season. And for that, I'm going to be on the Kings plus the 4.5. This is probably the same handicap that I had the last time that there was 4.5 at home. Except, well, for one, I'm sorry I didn't say this already. You're playing Denver's first half over. Yes. I don't know how many times I have to say this. You're playing Denver's first half over. They just cash it. We don't have to go through that rabbit hole again. But – this Kings team needs a win in the worst of ways, like in the absolute worst of ways. And what kind of bounce back spot is to come in here and have a playoff team come into your house and you go up and you play to hell, play that team like hell after you just gave up a 20 point lead to the New York Knicks of all teams, of all organizations. This has to be a spot for the Kings where they sit up here and they say they got to get up for this spot and they give it to the Nuggets who the Nuggets are not perfect. The Nuggets are absolutely not perfect and they absolutely need some needs some work they need work done for them because without Jamal Murray this team has struggled and it may not show that in the win-loss column but when you're watching these games you sit here and you're like hold on like you know you're struggling to score and then now you're relying on Jokic to go out here and do all these things and then don't forget that for some reason Demonsis Sabonis really fucking hates Jokic. I don't know what it is, but he gives this man buckets. He tries to give this man buckets every time they play, so it's really, really ridiculous on how what he tries to do to Jokic and now he's back at home and he has the opportunity to go do it again in a game where he just got uh, ejected. Absolutely. Give me the Kings in this spot. This is They're going to get up for the Nuggets, and I'm pretty sure everybody... This is probably like a heavy money line play for a lot of parlays. Give me the mm-hmm. Kings here. And I think the Kings are a money line play here as well. Yeah. Um, it kind of makes me nervous that the Sacramento Kings are missing a couple of key role players in this game. Um, Rashawn Holmes is out, which yeah. Back up center. Though. Yeah. No, he played last game. Um, I mean, he's been in and out. the line. Yeah. He's been out more than he's been in. Yeah. They, they, Used to not having him around. Yeah. Jeremy Lamb, I think a questionable tag. Um, I'm going to wait and see this, check this injury report. Because uh, for both teams, they're missing both key guys. So you might see Sars playing heavy minutes. And for Sabonis, I've been backing his player props. Um, but this guy gets into foul trouble. And that that's what kind of makes me nervous about the Sacramento Kings here tonight. Um, 
I would lean towards the Denver Nuggets in this game, but I'm going to wait for this injury report to be updated. Um, as far as the total here, Terrell, 239 and a half. Any thoughts on that? Real quick, just to make the note, Rashawn Holmes played against the Dallas Mavericks, and then before that, he hadn't played since, I guess this is the 16th for y'all, February 16th. This fucking time change shit is fucking weird. I can't ever, I wish, can I just like automatically just put this in my whole phone in Eastern time zone so that I can know what the fuck I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure that's the 16th. It says the 17th here. I'm pretty sure it's the 16th. It really doesn't matter to me. But as for the total, I'm going, I mean, I don't care anything about total other than the first half over. Yeah. And if I would, depending on how that even looks, I may decide if I want to keep riding it or if I want to come in on a live bet during this game. But the first half total is just cash. It's been cash money for this Dick Nuggets team. It's been especially, especially cash for them on the road. Yeah. And so I'm not going to fade that. Every time they're on the road, I'm just going to auto bet their first half over, and I'm going to do it again here. Yeah, 22 and 10 and 2 uh, first half overs for Denver Nuggets on uh, in road games. So, yeah, definitely keep up with that trend. They are 2-7 and 1 in their last 10 uh, in the first half towards the uh, over-under, but – that that road stat really sticks out there for the Denver Nuggets at 22, 10, and 2. Um, anything else for this game before we move on to the last one of the night? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's finish it strong here. We have the Washington Wizards headed into LA to take on the Clippers here tonight, where the Clippers opened up as a five-point favorite. That number's up to minus four. Um, total opened up at 220. That number's at 217. Checking the injury report for the Washington Wizards. Bradley Beal, we know about. Um, that is pretty much it. Cassius Winston and uh, those guys are two-way players. So pretty healthy squad for the uh, Washington Wizards. Clippers did play last night um, against the Golden State Warriors. Checking the back-to-back numbers for the LA Clippers here. Four and six against the spread. Four, five, and one to the over in back-to-back situations. But let's start with the side here, Terrell. Uh, minus four for the Clippers hosting the Washington Wizards. Yeah, the Clippers are constantly disrespected by the books. They've been playing, and I understand why you're hesitant to, you know, give a lot of, like, lay a lot of points with the Clippers. Like, at the end of the day, it's the Clippers. We know the history of this franchise. Mm-hmm. And when you look at this roster, I mean, it doesn't look any different than the history of the franchise at this point, to be honest, especially with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George not playing on this team. So I 100% agree and understand why the books would not want to put a whole bunch of points on the Clippers. You're going to assume that you're going to lose a lot of money on them and everybody betting on the Wizards. But at the end of the day, the Clippers are the eighth seed in the Western Conference. They're playing really good basketball. They just got run out the gym by the Warriors, which really isn't too, too, too surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that surprising. You sit here and tell me somebody got blew out by the Warriors. I'm like, okay. I mean, all right. Then day it's the Warriors. It's Steve Kerr. They're really fucking good. It's a good franchise. And now you are getting Washington and not just Washington, but Kyle Kuzma in the, the most – prestigious look-aheads of all look-ahead spots. Literally, like one of the all-time look-ahead spots here. Kyle Kuzma is a, what, a day or two from playing the Lakers in this same building? Mm -hmm. Two or three, like, what, two to three days from playing the Lakers in this same building? So, yeah, it come on now. He doesn't even care about the Clippers. He really doesn't even care about this game. He's just mad that it's not gold looking on the other side of him. 
and he's gonna get the volume because it's Kyle Kuzma on this Wizards team. But if he's not in it at first because this is his first game back playing in Staples Center, then I understand why completely. And because the Wizards are just not a very good team. So I'm getting the Wizards coming off a win, getting them in a very good opportunity against the Clippers, and the Clippers are being disrespected by only getting four points in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. Give me the Clippers minus four. Yeah, Kuzma back in L.A., uh, you know, he's probably going to be hanging out with friends and family that he has out in L.A. and maybe not take this game too seriously and get prepped for the Friday game against the Lakers. Um yeah, and, and the last thing, and I'll just leave it at this for this game. The Washington Wizards in non-conference games this season are the worst team against the spread, 5-15 and 15 against the spread in non-conference games. So Clippers in a bounce-back spot here after having a very rough shooting night last night. They found a little bit in that fourth quarter. Maybe that momentum carries into this game. So let's go with the Clippers here as well um, in this game. Uh, Wizards, again, 5-15 and 15 in non-conference games. Yuck, only 25%. Anything else for this game, uh, Terrell, before we get into our picks for the night? No, no. All right. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break here. Last break of the the pod. We'll come back. We'll get into our uh, picks for the night. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promo- promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is around the corner and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, PropSwappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Like Gil from New Jersey who purchased a Murray State championship ticket on PropSwap at 225 to 1 odds while the sportsbooks are only offering 150 to 1 odds. Now is the time to find these Cinderella's while the odds are high and cash out on PropSwap when the tournament starts. And when you're making your bets, remember to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for a profit and one to keep to let it ride. PropSwappers has thousands of buyers across the country so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. 
PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot tickets for sales. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into our lock and dog here for the night. Uh, I will kick it off here for my lock. Let's go with... um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to use them as my dog. For my lock, all right, let's go Chicago Bulls, minus a five and a half. Uh, to get right spot here against the Detroit Pistons. Like I said, they've won 10 straight against them, 3-0 and so far this season. I believe they are either 2-1 and against the spread, but get right spot for them after playing the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. Get right spot, minus 5.5 lock. For my dog, Atlanta Hawks, plus 4.5, plus 165 on the money line against the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Look for Trey Young to ball out here. Atlanta Hawks are finally healthy. They've beaten this team three times. I know Terrell said that it's hard to beat a team four times in a row in the regular season, but I have faith in this Hawks team. Um, Milwaukee at home against the spread has not been great, so I'll take the Atlanta Hawks as my dog here, plus 165, plus four and a half on the spread. Terrell, what do you got? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Like... I like a number of things on the slate tonight. I really uh, should I just take both of the big dogs? I think that that's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun night, actually. It is really fun. But also, and the Suns should. Suns probably can win that game outright as well. Uh oh, the Pelicans can run through the Magic as well. Oh damn, it's a lot. It's a, it's a large slate I'm out here. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. Because I'm on the dogs. Let's do... Let's lock up OKC plus 14 and a half. Let's make the Trailblazers at my dog as my dog at 11 to 1. Shout out to my good friends at WinBet. And let's... Bonus lock... The Suns at, I'm seeing them at plus five now, so I'll take that. We'll bonus lock the Suns at plus five. Okay. But if you get if you get it at, I think it was at seven earlier. If you get it at seven, I like that. Even if you buy it up a little bit, I, I like, you know, a little bit more cushion in there. But I'll take the Suns because I think the Suns can get. So I'll bonus lock the Suns at plus five. That's three pretty size, well, two hella sizable dogs. But the Suns are, are nice too, so. I think I think that it's a little bit a little bit too dis, too much disrespect coming the Suns way, and they can probably get right in this spot against Miami, especially Miami as a home favorite. Not really looking as looking forward to that too too much. So yeah, I'll take it. And then you already know I've locked up the Knicks already, and I locked up Portland spread already. So so I'm on a number of games this slate. So the dogs are barking today. Okay, so your lock. Uh, we're going Knicks. Plus, I see a nine. No, 
No? No. No, my lock is Tell me again. OKC. OKC okay. plus 14 and a half. Okay. Give me the Trailblazers on the money line, 11 to 1. I give you a bonus lock of the Suns plus five. Okay. And then I've already locked up the Knicks at, at plus eight and a half this episode, and I locked up Portland's spread at 18 and a half already as well. All right. So Terrell seems like he's in a giving mood today. So, and put matter of fact, put a lock on the Clippers minus four, too, as well. Oh, that's God, that's, that's hell of a in. lock. Well, no, well, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to track all of that. I, I mean, that's gonna where they're gonna see my locks on tally site. All right, there you go. As far as, far as the, the podcast, all okay. you, yeah, all for the show. You just need to know the fourteen and a half for the Thunder and the um eleven to one for the Trailblazers. All right, so let's recap it real quick before we get out of here. My picks: the lock Bulls minus five and a half, and then the dog is the Atlanta Hawks plus one sixty five, plus four and a half on the money. Uh, sorry, the spread. And then for Terrell, for the podcast picks, he's going as his lock, OKC Thunder plus 14 and a half. And then as his dog, he's taking the shot. This is the biggest money line plays at all season. Blazers plus 1100, 11 to one against the, they're playing Utah Jazz here tonight. So um, Anthony Simon's in, I'm joining Terrell, but you know, we know Terrell, he likes to take his shots and more times than not, he hits it. So let's go. I'm going to be rooting for that for sure. So um, that's the picks. And then make sure, like Terrell said, head over to our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Hit NBA, hit NBA picks. If there are any additional locks that we do like outside of the podcast picks, you'll see the lock button right next to those picks. So um, Terrell will put his picks in. I'll put in my picks in this as well. So make sure to head over there uh, and check it out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Hit that NBA tab, hit NBA picks, and you'll see every single game we pick uh, as well as money line plays. And if we do like total plays as well. Big slate tonight, Terrell, Wednesday night, 12 games on the schedule. Looking forward to it. But uh, anything else you want to get off your chest and let the people know where they can find you, man? Hey, Villain Roll is making an appearance tonight. So the cape is on. Do with I that. See it. Do with that. First of all, real heroes, <laughs> real heroes don't wear a cape. So I guess I have to have a cape, unfortunately. So <laughs> that that cape shit is actually pretty lame. I've been <laughs> I'm, I've been opposed to capes all my life. Capes are actually because you ain't seen a man get sucked into a vortex. No capes. No capes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> at really real underscore underscore on Instagram and Twitter, you know where to find me. And it's going to be an amazing, it's going to be a legendary night. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you, you better go ahead and just pay attention now. Like, we're we're like that, man. Moon off's too humble for me. Y'all know I'm gonna talk my shit. We like that. We got it going. We cashing our locks for you, cashing hella big dogs for you. So, hey, y'all do what y'all wish. You could fade me, you could tell me, but. I'm telling you right now, y'all see where I'm at with it, straight up. Terrell is the man of the show, guys. I I, I just try to steer the ship in the right direction. So he's him and Scott are the superstars of the show. Um, yeah, big night tonight. Hopefully, we we make some money for you guys here. Um, Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow for uh, the NBA Gambling Podcast. But let's have a big night. You guys can find me on Twitter. At Sports Nerd 824. Make sure to leave a rating and a review. I know some of you guys have still been dropping those ratings and reviews for us. Appreciate it. If you haven't left us one yet, uh, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps show. If you have already, grab your wife's phone, grab your uncle on, 
your your kids, your grandma, grandpa, grab their phones, leave us a rating and review. Helps us climb the charts. We are, along with the college experience, uh, the college basketball pod in particular, top 40 right now, and we want to keep climbing. So um, PropCast with myself and Scott here after we get off uh, this pod and then Terrell and Scott uh, tomorrow for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball.